In a world with so many TV shows to watch, we are here to help you decide what to binge next and to discuss all about the latest episodes. Today, your host, Patricio Martinez, will talk all about Disney Plus' latest show, Turner and Hooch starring Josh Peck. Everyone's best friend Hooch is back and wrecking more chaos than ever before. Welcome to the first episode of Screen Chaser. Welcome, welcome to this new podcast. You're listening to a show where we will discuss some of the latest TV shows. I'm your host, Patricio Martinez. I'm connected to the interwebs of HBO Max, Disney Plus, Prime Video, but I subscribe to that one mostly for the free and fast shipping. And I use my family's Netflix account. I'm pretty versed in watching the latest shows. In this episode, we are going to talk about the most popular shows and some that are flying under the radar. In today's first episode, we're talking about a quite unexpected series, Turner and Hush, the latest series from Disney+, Plus, which is a reboot continuing the story from the 1989 film with the same title starring Tom Hanks. In this new series, we have Josh Peck, who we previously seen in Drake and Josh. In this podcast episode, we're going to be talking all about the first episode of this show. I'll keep this episode spoiler-free, considering that the show just came out. So don't worry about spoilers, I'll give you a warning sign. And without further ado, let's get started. Let me give you a panorama picture. I went to this TV show recently having watched the 1989 film for the first time. I talk a lot about that 1989 film in the most recent episode of Trovac Cinema. That's another podcast that I'm also hosting and I'll leave the links to that podcast in the show notes. This isn't actually the first time that Disney tries to revive Tony and Hoosh. A year later after the film got released, Disney ordered a pilot episode for a TV show starring the Back to the Future actor Thomas Wilson. Ultimately, it was never picked up and the episode was released as a TV movie on the magical world of Disney. Ideas never die in Disney. Now, three decades later, they actually giving this idea a second shot and is starting Josh Peck. This first season of the TV show, if there's more than one season, I don't know right now, but this first season is going to include 12 episodes. The basic synopsis of the show from Internet Movie Database is a detective solves crimes with the help of his oversized dog. This synopsis applies to both the film and the TV show. The film in 30 seconds is about Tom Hanks character, who is named Scott Turner, a detective in a small town in California where nothing bad ever happens and he's bored. So he got a new job and he's preparing for his move to the big city. But of course, one of, of those days, there's this murder case in his town. So he starts working with it. There's a witness for this murder case who is actually a dog. And he takes this dog named Hush into custody it's because he's a witness. Tom Hanks is like, yeah, this dog is a witness. So I'm going to take him into custody because this dog might help me figure out this case out. And this is like the first time they ever see murder in this town. So it's quite funny how some scenes unravel. So basically, Scott also is dealing with OCD and he's meeting his love of his life, Emily Carson, during the film. They get married and they had a lot of, of talks. Emily is a veterinarian and I'm not going to talk a lot of the, about the movie in this podcast. As I said earlier, I'm doing another podcast episode in another podcast all about the film. Also important to mention at the beginning of the film, Scott Turner 
mentioned that he's moving to Pasadena, California, and this is very important when talking to the TV show, because in the TV show, we see that they're in a big city. They don't say which city it is, but I'm guessing it's Pasadena, California, and somewhere in the future, Scott Turner eventually moved there. To watch the series, you don't need to previously have seen the film. The show stands on its own, but it's nice to have a little background and see those connections and reference when you're watching the TV show. Also, since the TV show happens way, way in the future, it's nice to imagine what happened in between those 32 years. But well, during those 32 years, Scott Turner married Emily Carson. And in the meantime, they, of course, had children. They had a boy and a girl. They named the boy also Turner. And he is the main character in this new show. Of course, they had to name him Scott Turner because the TV show is called Turner and Hoosh. And of course, Scott follow his father's legacy and also becomes a detective. A little plot convenience here, perhaps having him become a detective since it's like a remake, like a reboot, kind of a, like a sequel. So Tom Hanks, Scott Turner passes away and he left a new hoosh, a new dog to his son, Scott. This is not a spoiler. It's seen in the film trailer. And of course, you know that this character is going to eventually take possessions of a dog and that has the name hoosh because that's what all of this is about. Also in the TV show, we get to see Emily Carson, but now in Intermovie Database, she's listed as Dr. Emily Turner. So I'm guessing she eventually got her doctor degree. Now she's a professional doctor. And the recent Tom Hanks character passed away. Well, also it helps the plot move forward, but also they could have Scott taken to possession of a hooch in some other way, I'm guessing, but well, of course, Tom Hanks isn't in the, in the TV show because he's an A-list actor. And actually during the filming of this TV show, he was in Australia filming a movie, Elvis. I don't know if you read the stories of how they got trapped during the pandemic and with the pandemic on the way, they changed a lot of the way they shoot films and they actually shoot films in a little bubble around them. So they can keep everyone safe in the production. Now it's not like very easy for actors to work in two projects at the same time. Script-wise, it was probably easy also for the writers to kill off his character. And it also helps the story, giving it a, re a reason for Turner Jr. to end with a new hoosh. In the show, we're seeing a new actress plays on the role of Dr. Emily Turner. Mary Winningham, who we saw in the film, she didn't reprise her role and Actually, Mary Winningham, we saw her acting alongside Tom Hanks. So years in the future, they're making a film together, I guess. I don't know. In the series, we get Sheila Keeley to take on the role of Dr. Emily Turner. I previously seen her acting in another show, The Good Doctor. And a fun fact here, in this show, the building that is the police headquarters is also San Jose San Ventura Hospital in The Good Doctor. And both of these shows are filmed in Vancouver, BC. That's where this building is. And both shows are actually portraying Californian cities. Well, in Turner and Hoosh, they don't say it, but since the movie takes place in California, I'm guessing it's a Californian city. Back to Dr. Emily, we actually only saw her in one little scene, so I'm not very sure if she's gonna continue appearing in the show. But since they got a new actress playing the role, I'm guessing she's gonna be appearing in more scenes in the future. 
because it's not like a cameo because it doesn't have that impact that a cameo will have if Mary Winningham will have appear in that little scene. Since they have a new actress, it doesn't have that same impact as having the one that was played in the movie. But of course, this movie isn't the biggest, most popular film of all time. It was a good film, but it's not like Torn and Hooch was a big film or a big franchise. It only has like one film, so it's not even a franchise. Also, it took me like a little time for me to realize that it was actually Dr. Emily Turner because... It took me time to connect that sensation to the actress out. And yeah, it took me time to realize it was a bet from the 1989 film, which in the film, they don't even mention her name. I knew her name was Emily because I look it in IMDb. We are currently living in a time that we're seeing legacy sequels come out. And if you don't know what a legacy sequel is, because I actually just heard the term as well very recently, a legacy sequel is actually not a reboot and it's not like a remake. It's actually a sequel that takes place way in the future and continues the story. But it also kind of like remakes some parts of the story. We see new characters on the plot. The main plot is normally newer characters but we also might see the original characters from that original source material pop out on the plot we also seen this trend of movies turning out into tv shows and being like a legacy sequel we saw this in cover kai which is based on the karate kids franchise which did so well that actually netflix purchased the right this show was originally streamed or published in youtube that premium subscription that youtube has which i'm guessing not many people are watching shows with the youtube subscription i have that subscription but i basically only use it to remove ads because i watch a lot of videos in youtube and i just hate ads they just takes a lot of space i'd rather just pay the fee and remove the also right now in hbo max we're seeing the release of new gossip girl episodes like a new show where they're doing the same as the original but they're making like this little change they're taking into consideration how technology and social media has changed the game because you know social media virality and how now gossip is different the way gossip is spread and the way rumors start and all like the fake news stuff so they take all the new technology panorama and build the show around i'm watching the show and right now i really don't know what i think about it there's like only three episodes out right now and i'm just confused right now i'm like do i like it do i hate it i don't know right now also the legacy sequel trend we also see it in films of course we had jurassic world and most recently we had space jam a new legacy i went off on a tangent so let's get back to disney plus and before we continue with torn and hoosh actually disney just released another legacy sequel tv show that is based on a film franchise the mighty ducks which of course is based on the popular 90s hockey films with the same name. If you don't know what the Mighty Dogs is, it's basically a group of underdog kids that are in an underdog hockey team and they play games and they're like in a tournament. It's kind of fun to watch, I guess. It's a great trilogy of films that I actually do recommend watching. But the TV show here, it leans more into the uh, children's demographic 
So I was in the demographic for the show. The show really relies more on, on that. The films, as an adult, you can watch them and really enjoy them. But the show is really aiming for that target audience. And it has a lot of stuff of what kids right now are into. And of course, I couldn't relate to those aspects of the show. But here's the thing, you know, The Mighty Ducks was actually very popular and people were still watching it and people were still talking about it. So it makes sense for Disney to make a revival of The Mighty Ducks. But it doesn't really make a lot of sense for them to make a revival of Tony and Hooch. It's just like one movie starring Tom Hanks. It's just not the most popular film out there for them to be doing a TV show around. But I'm guessing they're just like, we have this IP, let's just make something out of it. In Tony and Hoosh, this show is rated PG. I know I didn't mention that earlier, but any other show in the Disney Plus catalog, they're really trying to keep it in the PG rating. But this one, instead of leaning more to the kids, it has some aspect that adults will really enjoy because it leans more into the procedural cop drama where in each episode they solve one case, but there's like an overarching case around a bigger case, I'm guessing, because in the last seconds of the show, they kind of reveal a bigger case. Sorry for that mild spoiler. They kind of reveal a bigger case. Sorry for that spoiler. What were you expecting? It's like a cop drama. And of course, there's going to be cases and like a bigger case. Right now, I don't know how big that case is, but I'm guessing it's pretty big to take on the whole season. And compared to the 1989 film, we get more action scenes, more detective work. And more development on the secondary characters because the film did a very bad job developing the secondary characters. The film basically just focuses on the relationship between Turner and Hoosh and them bonding together. The first episode of the show actually has a complete story arc. It rehashes from Tom Hanks' film. It takes some story beats from the film, but they add so much stuff around it that it makes the viewing experience feel very rushed. In the movie, the case that Tom Hanks' Turner character is working is just a background piece, and it focuses more on the relationship between Turner and, and Hooch, the title, yeah, Turner and Hooch, and how they bond together. They go to trouble times. They kind of like at first hate themselves. They have trouble clashing together, but then by the end, they end up being friends. But in the TV show, they do this in just 40 minutes with a lot of stuff around it. And it just feels very rushed and also a little bit hard to believe that during the time this first episode takes place that I'm guessing is around like one day, two days, maybe a week. They already bonded and now they're best buddies. Will I recommend this show? Well, we're just one episode in, so it's too early for me to judge the series. But I enjoyed this first episode and I will definitely continue watching to see where things go. Now it's time to discuss even further. So it's that time of the podcast where we're going to start going into spoiler territory. There will be mild spoilers coming forward. If you don't want to know anything more about the show and you already decided to give it a shot or to just skip it, this is the moment so you can leave and just don't be spoiled. If you decide to leave, thank you very much for getting to this point of the podcast. Let's continue. The episode felt rushed. 
they were trying to cram so many stuff in 40 minutes runtime. So many stuff was being shown at you and you had little time to really get invested. Also, there is like this very weird scene by the end where Scott Turner tells Hooch, you're my forever dog. A scene that shows how they actually are already best friends. And it just happens so fast. Like he just met the dog a couple days ago and now he's in this deep relationship with him. And that's just like very hard to believe that now they're like best buddies. And now all the friction that they had around them, it's totally gone. And now it's all forgiven. It just happens too fast. The dog doesn't appear like in those many scenes. They have many scenes where they're trying to recreate the film. In the film, there's a scene where we see Hosh destroying the house. But in the series, the main character, Turner, just wakes up and all the house is destroyed. So we don't have that moment where we see Hosh wrecking havoc around Turner's life. It's just, it happens, but we just don't see it. In the film, he destroys the house when Turner is actually shopping for duck food. And Turner comes back, we see the whole place destroyed. And it just makes for a very emotional scene. We actually can see their relationship. In the series, Turner just wakes up and he goes to work and we see a Roomba being destroyed, but not Hush destroying everything. Also in the movie, there is this iconic scene where Turner leaves Hush in the car and then he goes into work and we see the dog going ahead and he just starts like eating the car. He starts eating the seats of the car. This scene was very hilarious when we saw it in the film and it also helps to move the plot forwards and the relationship. The next day, he takes Hush to work and he tells the boss that he destroyed his car. That's why now he's taking Hush into work and keeping close, eye, close eyes to the dog because he's just making all this chaos around and destroying everything he owns. In the series, we just see Turner going into work and there's a line where he just says that his dog just destroyed the headpiece of his car. But we don't actually see the scene happen. They don't show us the chaos. To its defense, leaving a dog in the car in today's time is seen as such a terrible act and people may have a fuss about it. But I don't know, they could have come up with something else that they could have shown us. These lines are just being shown out there to make reference to the source material, but they don't really move the plot forward because they are not showing us. They're telling us. Tom Hanks didn't reprise his role and I totally understand that. But there is like this letter that the Tom Hanks character leaves his son Scott Turner and we see and hear Josh reading the letter. But I don't know, it's like such a missed opportunity. They could have Tom Hanks actually read the letter and this scene would have been much better having Tom Hanks read the letter to his son. You know, like the voiceover of Tom Hanks' voice reading the letter. I know that he was in Australia filming a film, but it's just a voiceover. They could have found a way to integrate his voice in this scene and it will make it more emotionally impactful. But I'm okay with this not happening, but it was such a missed opportunity. Something positive is that I enjoy that the series really went ahead and developed secondary characters, which in the film they actually skipped on giving secondary characters any kind of development. For a TV show, well, actually, it makes sense to develop secondary characters since you're going to have like longer stories and in TV shows, you bond a little bit more with characters. And that's something that actually makes me enjoy TV shows even more than movies sometimes because we get time to 
get to know who the characters are, and that makes the story more impactful and more rich. There is this dog trainer that is helping with huge behavioral issues. And the moment she appears on screen, I just knew that she was going to be the love interest because there's like this parallel with the film when Tom Hanks in the film goes and meets this pet and he was having a dog trainer. So it just makes sense that this is going to be the love interest. By the end of the episode, there's like this very funny scene that happens between the trainer and Turner. After learning that he and Hooch will become a canine unit, Turner bumps into the trainer and he's like, I just wanted to ask you something. And Erica, the trainer, was surprised, but she was like showing her facial expression and her reaction that she actually has a crush on Turner. Things didn't go her way. And the question was actually if she believed all the things she said earlier about Hooch. They just kept shouting about Hooch. And then she just goes ahead and says, like this indirect message, he's, she just says he's just not great at picket sign. Also referring to Turner not being able to ask her on a date, not able to pick up on those signs. I just found this entire conversation hilarious. Of course, we can expect in the future for them to build a romantic relationship. And I'm, I'm guessing we're expecting that. But yeah, this end was just like quite funny how Turner didn't notice the crush that she was having towards him. Well, it's time to start wrapping things up. This is going a, a little bit longer than I was expecting, but I'm glad you made it this far. Some final thoughts. This episode actually felt rushed, but it picked up my interest. The show leaps in the lines between being an adult show and also being a family show. When the episode started, I kind of felt confused because I was expecting it to lean more into the comedy aspects of Sting, to be more of Hoosh and Turner bonding, similar to the film. But the show leans a little bit more into the cop show side of things, which I actually enjoy this change. It makes for something that is better for TV and makes sense in the end. I recommend giving this first episode a watch. Also, since it contains a full arc, you can just watch the first episode and decide that you're not going to continue. That's fine. You're going to get a full arc. This first episode also works as a wonder. It does set things up for a bigger plot, but that mostly just happens in the last second. Don't expect me to do a week per week review of the show because I don't think that every week I will have something to say. But in the end, once this season wrap up, I might just do a season one retrospective and go through the entire show. That's something that I'm thinking that I might do. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Since the first episode, I'm just going to invite you to subscribe in whatever app you're listening in at. That will really help me to know that you enjoy the show and that I should do more content like this. Thank you so much for getting this far. See you soon. Please take care and goodbye.